Previously on Sammy Magic. Okay, let's do this. Sammy remarks, staring at his friends as they all clasp hands and leap into that trap door and immediately get caught up in the most horrifying web of vines and greenery all surrounding them. It's just devil's grass when they find a decapitated head staring up at them. You're Nikki Flannel? Ah, see, you've heard of me. Yes, Nikki Flannel, inventor of the big cool rock. Nice to meet ya. Sammy grabs the final bottle triumphantly and puts it to his lips and drinks it. Sammy's skin begins to glow a golden hue, and a door arises in front of him with that same golden hue. Whatever awaits you behind that door, good luck. The mirror of Arised, sitting there alone in an empty chamber, a quiet, empty broom closet of a room, and all that was waiting for him was everything that he could desire. I'd be careful if I was you, boy. Nicky Flannel warns, staring up from Sammy's waist, as Sammy, almost magnetically drawn, walks slowly towards the mirror of Arised. Or don't be careful, that's fair, Nikki remarks as Sammy walks up to that mirror again, placing a hand against it, and much like the last time, his locket began to glow, a bright golden hue, and from within it, his parents shot out next to him, and Sammy was enamored. Sammy was distracted. He stared into the eyes of his mother and his father, forgetting the entire reason why he had came there. His eyes well up with tears as his family is reunited once again. All right, boy, don't get distracted by it. You know why we're here. We need to find the big cool rock. Don't give in to your desire, Sammy. Nikki warns, but Sammy continues to stare more and more longingly into that resplendent, reflective glass, seeing his parents surrounding him. Boy, you can't give in to your desires. You can't give in to your wants and needs. You've got to... You've got to remember why you're here. You've got to remember what your destiny is. I... You can't fight it. You can't fight what's going to happen. You can't fight the natural law of things. I tried and I turned into a damn keychain for a ten-year-old. It's not a good idea, Sammy. You need to look away. I... I I, I can't, Sammy remarks as he continues to stare in deeper and deeper. Sammy, your desires need not be to change the past. It needs to be to change the future. And right now, your future is not going to be turning out well if you let whoever's trying to get the rock get it. You need to snap out of it, Sammy. And with this statement, Sammy finally shakes his head and then stares into the mirror once again. And in his reflection, he sees himself pull the big cool rock out of his pocket. It was small and unassuming. It once shone bright with a beautiful red hue like a like a garnet. But unfortunately, Sammy puts it back into his pocket, and as Sammy reaches into his own pocket in real life, 
He feels that rock. What did you see, Sammy? Nikki Flannel realizes something is different. Something has changed. And as Sammy plays with that rock in his pocket, he slowly remarks, I've got the rock. I've got it right here. I've got it in my pocket. Well, that was unexpected, but I guess we did it. Hooray! Nikki tries to get Sammy to turn and leave the chamber, but before he can, Sammy feels a hand on his shoulder. Two hands, in fact, and as Sammy turns around, he looks up and he sees his parents. They weren't a reflection. They were there with him. Jeremiah Magic, Eartha Magic, they were there in reality, standing behind him at that very moment, and they looked down at their son so proudly. You did it, Sammy, Eartha remarks with a smile, leaning down to greet her son. You've got it. Now all we have to do is get out of here. I'm so happy, son. And then he looks to his father, who stares down at him before holding out a hand. All right, son, just give me the rock and we can get out of here. Grumblebum's waiting on us. All we have to do is deliver the rock to him and it can be destroyed. And as he held out that hand, Sammy felt a grim feeling in his stomach. A grim feeling that reminded him that he could not change the past. What had happened had happened. And Sammy looked back up at his father and said, No, I, uh, I'll hold on to it for now, but it's okay. Let's go, go to Grumblebum. Son, that rock is dangerous. You need to be giving it to me. You're uh, you're a boy. You can't handle the power that rock possesses, the thrall it'll have over your mind. It's just too strong, Sammy. Give me the rock. His voice became insistent and firm, and Sammy looked terrified. He looked terrified as he stared up at his father, who continued to scream, Give me the rock, Sammy. Give it to me, boy. No. Sammy returned his calls with force, and even Nikki himself looked up with surprise, shocked that Sammy would be speaking to his father in such a way. I didn't ask you. I told you. Now give me the rock. Sammy's father lunges for him, forcing Sammy back up against the mirror itself, and Sammy had no choice. He pulled out his wand and cast Fireball, shooting it straight for his father's skull. And in that moment, Jeremiah Magic disappeared into a plume of dark black smoke that receded back into the darkness. His mother, now shocked, looks at this plume of smoke and then stares back at Sammy, eyes filled with fury, a bright red glow coming from behind the irises, and lunges for Sammy, who dodges and casts another spell that sends his mother into a plume of black smoke. Alright, I'm not one to tell you what to do, Sammy, but we've got the rock. I think it's time we ran. Sammy agreed and got back to his feet and began to rush for the door, but when he did, a hand grabbed him. A metallic, reflective, beautiful hand, and Sammy turned around to see the mirror of Arised, 
its mirror had become liquid and was reaching out and grabbing Sammy, forming a dark metal hand. It pulled Sammy against its surface, and then suddenly, more and more hands with deep, clawed fingers reached out, digging themselves into Sammy's body, pulling him tight against the mirror, leaving him nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Oh, God! Oh, man, one stick in its finger in my mouth, gross! remarks Nicky Flannel as he bites onto one of the hands, but his teeth merely crunch against the metal. It may have seemed like liquid, but everything surrounding them was still as strong as the metal which made up the mirror itself. When suddenly, from in the darkness, a voice calls out, You could have made this so much easier for yourself, Sammy. Sammy stares up, and that black cloud that once formed his mother and father reassembles into the form of Professor Knave. What? Sammy remarks quietly as Knave merely laughs at him. (laughs) Really, Sammy? You're that shocked to see me here? I'm more shocked that your voice is different. Oh, I'm sorry, would you rather me talk like this? The the ever-present Professor Knave, the coward, the one no one expected. The personality that was the easiest to fool all of you with. No one suspected Professor Knave to be behind all of this. To be honest, it's shocking no one suspected me. I am the defense against the dark arts teacher, which means that I teach each and every one of you how to defend against evil, which means that I could leave out certain things, I could hide away certain evil plans, and none of you would be able to defeat me. You see, Sammy, I I sympathize with you. I, I really do. Because you felt him, haven't you? You felt the thrall of evil Douglas take over your mind. It's intoxicating, really. And when he began to speak to me, when he told me about this mystical stone that could grant me eternal life, eternal power over those who have mocked me day in and day out, well, I had no choice. I knew I had to recover this rock to resurrect my master and to take all that he had ready for me. Which is why... I put on the lovely, assuming mantle of Professor Knave. (laughs) I fooled Grumblebum, I fooled the bear, I fooled all of you. And now my plan is going to come to fruition when I get the big, cool rock. During this monologue, Sammy is struggling against those hands, his wand playing at the tips of his fingers, And at just the right moment, as Professor Knave was beginning to inch closer and closer, Sammy managed to grab his wand and release his arm from those gripping hands and cast Fireball at Knave, connecting directly with his shoulder, sending him back with a start. Good shot. (laughs) 
Oh, Savvy, I am so happy you did that because now I get to bring in backup. His face begins to morph and change demonically. His eyes sunk into his skull. His nose seems to just melt off of his very form as his teeth grow sharpened and jagged. His hair falls out. His body becomes thin as a rail. And then a voice emerges from Professor Knave's body, a voice that Sammy hasn't heard in a very long time. Well, boy, I see that you weren't willing to talk to Professor Knave, and do you know something I understand? To be honest with you, because, look, I know he ain't listening no more. I never planned on him getting the rock, Sammy. I never planned on him making it past that troll, but good for him. He managed to get all the way down here. No, no, no. It was always you. Sammy, I always wanted you to fetch that rock for me. I always wanted you to prove yourself to me, Sammy. Because me and you are a lot, a lot alike. And I know you miss your mom, I know you miss your dad, and that means a lot to me. I understand what it's like to lose someone you love, but his form suddenly shifts into that of Sammy's father. I could be your new dad if you want. He then transforms into Eartha. I could be your mom. It doesn't matter, Sammy. But the point of the matter is, I know how much power you got waiting inside of you there. As he approaches closer and closer, those hands reach forward and pull his arm taut, again forcing him to drop his wand on the ground. And with each additional step that evil Douglas takes, that rune on his arm grows brighter and brighter, burning into Sammy's skin itself as it turns a dark, demonic red. Sammy, you and I, together, can lead the wizarding world to success. Don't it make you mad when you think about that ten years you spent outside with the normies, with the normal people? Sammy, we could take over that world in an instant. You and I could rule more than just this magic in world. We could rule the entire world. All I need is to be resurrected. All I need is to come back to life. And that means I need the big Cool. Rock. He is now face to face with Sammy, reaching down towards his pocket where that rock lay, when suddenly, two sets of teeth come chomping down on that withered old hand of evil Douglas, starting him to recoil in pain as Nicky Flannel remarks, You're not getting that rock. It is the property of one man and one man only, and that's Nicholas Flannel. It's mine. Oh, it's yours, you say. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to didn't mean to take away what's yours. I I'm so sorry. With that, evil Douglas reaches down and grabs Nikki Flannel's head off of Sammy's belt loop before turning around and maniacally just punting it far away into the outer reaches of this hall. 
Oh, I still got it. You know, I used to play for the Wizard football team myself. I was the best kicker they ever had. (laughs) Oh, well, now that that's out of the way, Sammy. He turns around to that mirror and Sammy had disappeared. He turns to see Sammy rushing for the doorway, the rock jangling in his pocket, desperately trying to make an escape before Evil Douglas can find him out. But unfortunately, Evil Douglas turned around and he saw Sammy and with a swipe of his hand shuts the door in front of him, locking it shut. Sammy turns around and Evil Douglas is glaring at him, staring him down with fury. I could... Have made this easy on you, boy. I need you to know that. You see, everybody thinks that I'm the bad guy in all of this, but every step of the way, I've been giving people choices. Choices to go with me or perish. And I'd just be colored pink. It's so surprising how many people just don't want to join my side. What is it? Is it the lack of nose? Is it, is it the teeth? I just, I don't understand, Sammy. But unfortunately, you just chose option B. With that, he holds up his wand, charging it with this bright green energy. Skulls begin to flow around the outside of his wand as he casts a spell towards Sammy, which shot forward in this jagged display of light, like a lightning bolt from his wand directly to Sammy. And it was mere inches away from Sammy Magic's heart when it suddenly got absorbed by that rune in his arm. That rune that began to glow brighter and brighter and brighter until it finally exploded and shot that same energy back out of Sammy's arm directly through Evil Douglas, disintegrating him in an instant. Sammy stared in awe when suddenly the room also began to disintegrate. The pillars that were holding up the stone roof began to collapse around him. Sammy stared at the mirror of Arised, which had a massive piece of rubble come crashing down on it, shattering it into numerous pieces. Sammy once again tried to escape, but couldn't. Every single piece of that room fell down around him. It buried Sammy up to his neck. The rocks bashing against his bones, causing them to break and crack. Jagged pieces of various pieces of metal brushed against his skin, causing blood to rain out on the floor underneath. But the most horrifying part of it all was inside of Sammy Magic's head. You think I'm done, boy? You you think that I'm done? Oh no, I ain't done yet! I ain't done yet! You silly! The only peace that came in Sammy Magic's mind at that moment as those rocks fell around him was the peace knowing that he would die before Evil Douglas would get a chance to return. And then a massive rock comes crashing down onto his head, and Sammy Magic's world went to black. Thank you for listening to the mini-adventures of Sammy Magic. 
And an extra thank you goes to all the people who help this show happen on our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash a load of BS to support the entire BS network and all of its productions. Additional thanks to Umbria for our music and to Orion Ibert from the Lavender Lemonade Collective for our album art. As always, make sure to go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com and pick up some Sammy Magic merch. All of the proceeds from our merch go to trans and POC charities. Every single little bit can help. And let me end by reminding you that the many adventures of Sammy Magic are a work of complete and total parody. Which means... You can't sue me.